forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds? Ew. I'm Big Dipper. And I'm Meatball. And welcome back to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. Yes. We have a very iconic, amazing, special, glorious, glamorous guest in studio with us today. I was shocked she even said yes or Girl, was in me town. Too. I know. It was like a whim. I was like, let's get Vicky. And he was like, if you can. <laughs> I was like, you could try. You could try. <laughs> uh, make some noise for Vicky, Vicky Oh, it's that kind of a day. Hey, y'all, what's up? How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for being here. I know you had to leave your parking attendant lover to come (laughs) join us. He really tried it. And you're about to give it to him. I might. Is no, he, not? I do have to go pick up my car so he can just get in. <laughs> if he's, <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, I started at seven this morning, so I'm good well, to go. Almost time. Let's do it. How are you? I'm a, I'm all right. Living my life as best I can. Like it's golden. You know, living my life like it's golden. See? <laughs> I have a secret dream that we get a little bit of a song out of you today, but we'll oh, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Did you I warm saw, up the vocals? I <laughs> saw your one-woman show in New York at the Lori Beachman Oh, what theater. my God. And you, I went with my friend Gabe like a few years ago when I was living in Brooklyn. And you were so funny because you were like, um, you're like, yeah, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm trying to get to the full hour here. And then you like scroll through your phone. I was like, what song could we do? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but it was like one of the best hours of entertainment oh I've ever seen. <laughs> they, said, they said, can you put a show together? Mm, sure. <laughs> you're like, so I like just... to sing this song. I like to sing this and song. Some of it would be like, that's enough of that one yes <laughs> she's just, in the middle of yeah. it just stop okay i'm can, not feeling that riff tonight oh i'll be like wait God. can you push push play on what's next yeah we're not doing that no. next. Yes. <laughs> and i truly there was a moment where i was like this is either like just naturally wonderful or a very very funny bit i no, would have thought it was a bit like, nope no, I would have been like, this it. is a genius. <laughs> have you seen Dina Martina? Yes. That seems like some shit that she would pull. Like, <laughs> She's like, insane. Confused. Truly wild. I want to meet her so bad. Yeah. I'm actually doing a one-woman show right now working on it yeah. and putting that kind of a situation in, but with like a live band. Yes. Uh, so like, <laughs> they start now. Do you know Taylor Swift? <laughs> right. You go, Clarence, I told you I didn't want to play that song. Right, but me and the musical director just have never up. met before. <laughs> <laughs> they start playing come? Boy is the Bottom. Uh-huh. No, nah, we're not doing that <laughs> one. Y'all know one. it, though. Right? Well, you know what? Why don't you Y'all sing it? it. I'll sing <laughs> Take a moment. Take a breather. <laughs> so you are... Um, I mean, obviously, you're such a fantastic entertainer. You're oh, super talented. Like, thank you. Everyone knows who you are. Look. You're in the, I mean, like, obviously, in queer culture, like, drag race is this thing. And there's, like, a like this trickle-down economy. And there's this drag economy. <laughs> oh, my there's this God. Whole it's true, it's though. True. It's true. It sucks. But I'm just it's interested weird. because you are in, you know, people can categorize all these different queens. Like, people are like, Meatball was on Dragula. Yeah. But yeah. has also started to, like, bleed into other things. Like, you're in this category where it's like you're a famous drag queen who was never on that show i mean i wouldn't say famous i would you book internationally you travel around (laughs) people know who the fuck you are i mean i'm down with gamers like i feel like okay you know you are a very well-known drag queen i'll take that and you were (laughs) (laughs) but you were not on this television show no but i can say and own up to the fact that if it wasn't for that television show i don't know that i would be known either Interesting. Because, and I, I'll connect it to Willem and Detox. When right. we were all working together, and Kelly Mantle, and like, <laughs> we all used to be in a band together. Transcontinental. Right? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And which was, whew, that was a lot. Which Alaska also always likes to remind us that she was in it at one point, yes, too. She was. Yeah. Yes, she, she was. <laughs> yes, no, she, really, she goes, I was in that band. And, well, I mean, it was kind of a revolving roster. Right. And, I mean, it was fun. But what I was saying, the, the drag race phenomenon, like, hit it. Because of like Willem and just us being in drag. So it kind of like oh. elevated everyone at the same time. Yeah. Right. You know, like. Because when y'all did DWV, that was before Detox was on the show or just was, after? She had filmed it already? Well, we started. Okay. That's a complicated question because. <laughs> no. It, it, oh, 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 and I. Oh, and I. Oh. She, so 
We were a thing by accident before Willem got on. Okay. Okay. And then we kind of became DWV at White Party right before Detox went on the show. We, oh, I thought you were about to say right before we went on stage. <laughs> well, quite literally, because yeah. the, we, we only had a name DWV because White Party needed to bill us. Oh. And that's, that's why we were, so were like, crazy. let's just do that real quick. Because we weren't a band. We were just three queens performing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, because I think I heard this story. I think Willow mentioned the story that like, as detox was going to see someone, you we were finishing gigs, yeah. and you were like, "Well, pack your bags, gal, get yes. off no, and go to the very show." Like, Come on, girl, you gotta go. <laughs> oh my and we, god, like, we had just flown back from somewhere. I want to say like it was a Dubai situation. Like we had just Whoop. flown Whoop. back. We need to hear about. Yeah, that. I need to hear your <laughs> version just, of the Dubai just story. Tell us that so story. I blacked, I blacked out on a lot of that. I drank like, entire bottles of whiskey to myself. So oh you got my booked to go perform as DWV in, in Dubai. Dubai. Yes. Who booked you? Um, was it a gay club? Um, I don't know how much I can say about this. Okay, but it was a promoter. It was it was a promoter, and the club itself was a very underground club. It okay. was kind of like you were only allowed to go to this if you were invited. Yeah, and <clears throat> there was a dueling club when we were there, who posted all of our stuff that oh, we were going to be no. there. They do that in Canada all the time. Those promoters get shady at the custom, like but at the here's border. Why, here's why that's nuts. We could have been arrested and kicked out of I the know. country. So we had, they had to keep everything under wraps. We didn't get to go on stage till the like very very last minute, which is why I was so lit because we were just chilling in the dressing room like glug glug glug. <laughs> but you weren't allowed to be in drag. So were no. you? What did you guys do? Like half drag? Did you or, do? <laughs> I don't remember. You'd have to ask. Yeah, there's a video of what I did. I don't remember, but I do remember at one point taking out lip gloss from my pocket. We had to put sunglasses on and wipe off our lips. So that like you couldn't see the makeup really, and we all went out in like our pajamas that we had showed up in. Oh, not our drag! My God! And you didn't find out you couldn't do drag until you were at the club, right? The the literally after like an hour after we were supposed to perform, they were like, "Can you?" Well, they came to us. The promoter said, "Hey, um, so <laughs> they've sequestered a DJ, and we finally got him released, and the police are not letting these people in, and the morality police are here in the front row. If you guys want to perform, you can." You don't have to. I'll still pay you. But uh, you could have caught my ass just sitting in that dressing room finishing a bottle. I was the morality, the morality police? police are in I the think front that's what row. They were called. Yeah. <gasps> just to like watch your ass, which is why I took out my lip gloss and was like wiping my big ass lip. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, you did me. that on stage? <laughs> Wait, and so what was the conversation like? You were like, should we risk it? Should we do it? Like, well, we were all gung-ho because they brought us here. And right. like, there are not just a couple hundred people. There's at least a thousand people sitting that in the crowd waiting for us now for an hour and a half to go on. The least we can do is walk out there and, uh. like, and acknowledge it. And then we were like, well, well, let's just do it. Because, I mean, we're three lunatics. Me, yeah. Detox, and girl. Willow. Yeah, the three of you together it's must have been wild. insane. So we were just like, girl, let's do it. What are they going to do? <laughs> Arrest us? <laughs> and everybody's more than three sheets to the wind at this point. The dancers are all lubed up and ready to go. And we're just like, come on. Let's go hit them with it. Because they, they, they had choreography and stuff. And we're like, let's wow. just do it. That's so insane. Yeah, but that so wasn't anything... the crazy part. Oh, no. <laughs> what was, it was the crazy part? afterwards when they took us to... A house villa party thing. Mm -hmm. Oh no! I was, I was, was it an orgy? But, for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't call anybody out. For me, <laughs> I wow. was. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I was sucking dicks on the front lawn, and somebody ran a train up on my ass up in the bathroom. I didn't remember that until like a year later. I was like, wait a minute. A year later. That's <laughs> wait a the minute. best ghost stick you that, ever had. Oh my <laughs> it's been a year. Did that happen? <laughs> Yeah, oh. and then that's when we went back to the hotel with two people I never met, and I broke the shower, and there was water all over the floor, and I had one man, <laughs> and I said, "You're gonna have to go wait in the other room to the other man," and then they had switched, and I was doing a lot on that trip. You sound like a good time, yeah. And Detox and Willem have photos of my naked ass sprawled out on the bed, <laughs> just bronze like a goddess, <laughs> <laughs> just bare ass. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's so that how, real rock star moment. Yeah. I, mean, I, was, I was wild. I think I was probably the craziest of the three of us. Well, no, Detox. 
<laughs> it's so wild to hear the stories of the three of you on tours like that from so long ago. Because I've listened to other podcasts where, like, Willem or Detox will tell stories about, like, you guys beat up a refrigerator or some oh, bullshit. Oh, no, she fought a refrigerator. She like, got full into a on fucking fight it. with one. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it was. Because it was mean, Mugginer. <laughs> Some days I'm grateful for my sobriety. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then she opened it and threw the knife in for good keeping. <laughs> uh, so how <laughs> that was the same night that we tried to barricade Willem in his dress in his room, in his bedroom. We like, can you hear the people sing? And we're putting like, <laughs> chairs and up flipping lamps upside down. Oh my god. Oh, I have a picture. This is insane. <laughs> Somebody and just sent it to me too. Oh my god. I mean, it's also shocking to me that you all were booked That's what so heavily. Say. You were on the road so much, and you weren't traveling with a Oh, the barricade. Oh, he's not getting out of there. The barricade. So you see how we barricaded that door? Yeah. Okay. Well, the door opened to the inside. It didn't open out, so it didn't barricade her. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's it's so wild that y'all were booked so much before, like, any of you guys were, like, super famous or well-known because of the group. How did that group even, like, come together besides, like, that white party? Did you guys decide to travel... Well, consistently after because you had so much fun together or was it like well we were having fun together yeah. is what it was like we were already doing that like around town yeah right and it just kind of kept getting bigger and bigger and we're like well i guess we're doing that now <laughs> there was so never wild. really a it was plan. Like snowball it I'm just sure, sort of i'm sure on willem's head there was a plan because that bitch is very she's a planner. on it like that right i mean if it, she'll say it, if it wasn't for her i don't think we would have ever made anything on anybody's time right right because right. <laughs> there were times i'm like throwing detox in the back of a cab when people still use cabs and <laughs> she was wearing nothing she had full face of drag and nothing but these pink fluffy shorts like fake fur shorts uh-huh. oh god <laughs> just so we could get her into the recording studio <laughs> yeah we were wild y'all yeah oh my god. <laughs> well, and no so one you- ever thought like oh let's get a manager to come with us and wrangle this scenario well we did but we had we, we were like nah because i mean we're huge cats like right and also, you're not going to tell any of us what to do. What to do? Yeah. Right. So we were better off figuring that out for ourselves and just let. Can you do the booking? Can you <laughs> right. schedule our asses? And Thank you do you. the harmonies. Right. We'll, we'll be over here doing this. Thanks. <laughs> so how did you get a start in performing? Like before oh. drag, because it's clear that you like are theater trained in some way. I mean, honestly, never, well, never really trained. I've just kind of been involved in it ever since, like, middle school when I was afraid to go home because my dad would beat me, so I would stay (laughs) after school for the drama club. (laughs) (laughs) And we would, like, play theater games and stuff, and I was really into it. Oh, yeah. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) I've never gotten that reaction from saying Zip Zop Zop. Most people just start trying to play it. I'm not trying to play no games today, today, (laughs) bitch. Only game you're trying to play is with that uh, parking lot of Exactly. Well, we ain't going to play. We're going to handle it. (laughs) And then, like, because you can sing. Like, you can really sing. Thank you. When did you you discover that? Um, As a kid? I've... I've always wanted to sing, and you know, I was in the choirs and stuff, show choir, you name it. I did oh, all of that. Wow! And but I was never like the lead singer because I was a mess. Like I couldn't find a key to save my life, mm. <laughs> and because I was one of those people, my range was like all over the place. Right. So I would always go up here <laughs> and be like, "Girl, that's not your part." What's my fun? <laughs> I was oh that bitch. Oh my god, uh, so wild. Screaming the soprano part in the back and then so, just learning the bass when I wanted to. Did you have a teacher be like, uh, stay on this line because you can really well? No, not until I got older. Like, I was 23 when I went to music school and actually had a voice coach for the first time. Oh. oh. That's like <laughs> late. I know. Well, I was done touring on this other group I was in called the Young Americans and... What do they what do? What the hell's the Young America? Oh, I shouldn't have said it. But just, just give us a brief synopsis. So from 17 to about 21, 22, 20, something like that, I was in a group called the Young Americans, and we took music. We did improv, dance, voice, acting, and stagecraft, and we would take it to 
<laughs> Both of your faces right now, jaws on the floor. I am good in that. This sounds like such like you a wholesome young teenager. I was anywhere from five years old to twenty five. We taught them in prisons, in like private wow. schools. Yeah, we took. And we have you been to a prison since? <laughs> Not on purpose. Consical. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we would do a music workshop. At the end of the three days, they had of the classes we gave them. They would have learned a show. So we would do a show with them. That first hour was us to give back to the community because we didn't stay in hotels or anything. We stayed with homestays of like the kids that we were teaching. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Huh. So it was, a, it was a learning experience for everyone. <laughs> you put in your time doing that, which uh, made you want to suck some dick on the lawn in Dubai. <laughs> you were like, I got to let loose in my adulthood. Jeez, Very that's that. amazing. So crazy Very that. you, that's so wild. Wow. And do you still like to be around children, or are you? I do. Wish- well, I have my favorite people in the world are um, children because they haven't learned to give a fuck, and old ass people because they already they they figured it out. <laughs> 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 they stopped giving a fuck a long time ago. That's amazing. That's so amazing. Because little kids, you can find them. They don't give a fuck. And they don't they don't care about your feelings. Nope. They just want to know what they want to know. I was just trapped in a hotel there. It was a lovely pool, but it was filled with kids. And I was uh-huh. like gonna go swim in it, but I don't have eyebrows. And I was like, I'm not about to answer a bunch of fucking what? questions. <laughs> Mr. Why don't you right. have eyebrows? Well, right. Mr. Where are your eyebrows? <laughs> like, no thanks. I'm fine. Leave I me mean, alone. All my life I've gotten that kind of stuff though. Mommy at the grocery store picking out apples. Is that a man or woman? <laughs> Bitch, leave me alone. (laughs) 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 I just, oh my God, I almost fought a kid last night. (laughs) For what? I swear to God, because I was in my laundry room in my apartment complex, and this little girl is playing out in the the grass with her friends, and she comes screaming in, like, and closes the door behind her, and like, she's going to protect herself and leave her friends that are playing tag outside. And I said, little girl, don't come in here screaming. Get your ass outside. She goes outside, and then she goes, there's a gay person in there. I can hear her. And I'm like just putting my socks in the wash and trying to load up the thing. And I went, this little girl. So I go, I open the door. <laughs> you did it. Yes. I opened the door and I stepped to the bitch. I said, little girl, do we have a problem? <laughs> I didn't think so. You can't run around talking about anybody's life like that. <laughs> and she said, uh, no. I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> and closed the door. Oh and I told my, my roommate. God. And she was like, did you just step to a child? <laughs> well. She had it coming. She had it coming. That little white girl had it coming. I hate little white bitches. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready-to-eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like, oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 
20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. <laughs> where, where are you from originally? New Jersey. Oh. Oh. I like that. That's why I'm trash. <laughs> <laughs> we think we classy, but we very so trashy. So how long were you in New Jersey? When did you decide to move to LA? Chase your dreams. Yeah, when did you start chasing these dreams? I love dreams. Everybody needs to dream bigger. I, <laughs> when I was 17, I moved to New York to go to school at Pace University. And then I dropped out. And then I joined that group called the Young Americans. Mm-hmm. That was 17. So 18, I moved out to Corona, where the group was based. Right. And uh-huh. I've kind of been in Southern California ever since then. I did move to Nebraska at one point. What? Was that a dark after time? I was touring. Oh. No, it was like a recoup and recover time. Oh. Because I left tour because my friend died on a tour bus. That's a whole nother story. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, on the tour bus. Like, kaput. <gasps> there was 40. <laughs> oh, don't make oh that face. God. He's in heaven now. Like, I'm not. he was one of the most beautiful human beings ever. But so he passed away, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. What tour was that? One of the with the young, with Americans, the young Americans, and it was just like there's 40 of us on a bus, and we're all like family, <sighs> yeah, because none of us are working for money, yeah. right? So, and then were you like on a farm with no, family? No, we were in just, London or in Nebraska. I mean, well, when I lived in Nebraska, yes, I <laughs> I lived in an apartment complex in a cornfield behind a gas station and a Dr. John sex shop. When is you? When are you writing so, the book? Yeah. <laughs> When's the biopic? Was there a lot coming? going on in that cornfield? Stop. I mean, it was, there's got to be. If there's a sex shop at a gas station, honestly, you would think, but no. Oh. Nebraska was so um, that. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly loved it because I met. I had some really good and family, like good friends and family yeah. around me. So it was about getting my life together and figuring out what I wanted next. While I was kind of just in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Right. And the thing was, I ended up getting a job that took me away every weekend, so it was cool. Oh, awesome. I was part of a dance competition company called uh-huh. Spotlight Dance Cup. Yes! <laughs> We're getting the full resume. I do, I'm ready for this. It's so wild. I, I was a little bit ready to be like, well, I was doing gigs at Hamburger Mary's, and we did DWV for a little But it's like, but prior it's like to that, it's like... Way crazier than that. <laughs> My life is nuts. It is nuts. Nuts. So, so I just sit back. And then you, you were like, okay, well, now I'm here, and I'm going to stay here, but I'm also going to leave every weekend to go dance. <laughs> right, and go to, like, Casper, Wyoming. And- were you judging? Um, there was there was a few that I had to judge, but no, I, I was running their retail and stage managing and emceeing. <laughs> okay, so just the one or two. Just like a full, <laughs> full job. <laughs> Mayhem Miller gets on my ass for this shit all the time. She's like, when did you have time? When did you have that job? Yeah. When did you do this? I'm like, She's girl, like, it fits in. Dress. <laughs> it all fits in. Okay, so then you end up in Los Angeles. Because I went back to music school. That was what uh, got me okay. back here. I went to MI in Hollywood. Oh, amazing. Okay. And yeah. when when did, did drag, drag happen? Start? Yeah. Right around when I was finishing up my little program there, I was doing session work and shit. And I had my own band. And we were doing, well, everybody that played in my band, for the most part, was like metalheads. Mm-hmm. Like my drummer was a straight up metal drummer. Oh my God. And I was singing like gay pop. <laughs> <laughs> I should play y'all some of it, but. Yes. Oh yeah, Actually, that'll be the interstitial. The first song I ever wrote is, I think, still on iTunes and it's called Unlovable. I heard that one. Yeah, that was the first song I ever wrote by myself, all of it. And the, that band was what? That's that came so from. Crazy. And then, so I was doing that and I got hired with my band and they were like, we can't pay your band. Can you do it by yourself? I was like, yes, let me do these tracks real quick. Uh, <laughs> you can make it work. They, uh, and then, they'll do other things. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be fine. <laughs> and then they were like, that promoter had changed for that event and they ended up being like a full lesbian night. And they were like, can you, have you ever done drag? And I went, yes. <laughs> Always <laughs> say yes, yes for the money. And then, because it was a lesbian night, they were like, they you wanted, should They wanted a drag a to woman. host it. So I so then who did drag. you in the gig? Who got you? My ready? friend Siri and <laughs> Siri, were you Siri, like, hey Siri, put can me you mug me up? <laughs> no. Mug me up. <laughs> can you just show me how to put these lashes on with these Lee press ons real quick? Oh my god! And it was it was, was it successful so that first night. Um, I, I I got very lit, and this Seems is when to I be first. A pattern. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was the first song I did, or the first time I did Natural Woman, and I sang it, and my friend Darian was like, you didn't sing any of the notes in the song. <laughs> but I sure was rolling around on the ground, hooting and hollering with a cord, a mic with a cord just twisted up in oh, it. Oh, my God. Kicking off my shoes. Just being a natural woman. You know. And then I have never stopped working. <laughs> 
That's incredible. Humble beginnings. <laughs> I might have got 50 whole dollars for that. Girl, it was well, $50 much did, you didn't have before that. That's how I felt. Well, at the time, I mean, I was selling watches at Fossil, so anything was something. She went from being a drag queen to doing like a full-blown, huge production in yeah, London. Let's talk about Little Shop. Isn't that wild? Can we? Yes. All, I have so many questions. Ask, because it, it was really, really exciting. How the fuck did they like contact you? Like, how did that whole thing start? Was it an offer? They just straight It wasn't necessarily it an offer. Oh, no, no, okay. no. It was, um, I got an email that was like, hey, has Vicky ever thought, like, clearly thinking they were talking to, like, management manager, or something. Right. <clears throat> which is fine. They were like, has, has Vicky ever thought about doing, like, theater? Da, 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 da. Is this up her alley? Something she would consider? I wrote back, yes, when do we do it? <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> like, come on! That's so but then amazing. I had to do, like, all the auditions and stuff, mm-hmm. which, like, blew my mind. And the auditions How many here, rounds did you have to I go there? Do, it was over Skype, a lot of it, or um, video submission. <sighs> but how many, like, rounds of auditioning for this I, thing were there? Well, there was, like, the meeting that, so maybe, like, three or four. That I had to go through. Amazing. That's so but, And then they were like. But I do know because I have asked that they auditioned like everyone, like the entire gender spectrum for yeah, this part. I was going to ask. I was like, did they know going in that they wanted a drag queen or did they, they just knew they want someone that perfect vibe. for the role? Yes. Yeah. They knew, they knew the vibe they wanted and whoever the queen or whatever it was needed to be that vibe. Well, you are very that vibe, bitch. Honey. Come on. I feel like but, if I was bleeding, you'd suck it right now. Hey, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Wait, so as far as like Little Shop, did you have a relationship with that as a musical? Like, had you listened I to mean, it before? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And, but I always wanted to be, I even told them when I was doing it, I wanted to be one of the do-bop-bop girls. Yeah, of course. In the back. That feels like, part like too. he pushed the broom. Like, I wanted to do all that <laughs> shit. I wanted to be in the trio. <laughs> you know? Right. Get, but that didn't happen. <laughs> My life really works out, just never the way I thought it would. <laughs> so you go, what? You go over to where you you were in London. I wasn't. They put me up in a very cute little apartment. Oh, that's a nice. Flat, and it was lovely. And how long? How long total were you there for? I want to say four months. And well, you rehearsed, and then you really did the remember. run of the show. Yeah, it was. But it was just full jump right in, hit the ground running. There was no like transition between drag life and theater life. It was get into it, girl, because this, this is it. train has left the station. Right. It, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't that little let's get together with the backup dancers for a bit and try it no, out. It was, it was like an eight-hour day. It was, it was like, it was like okay, done. nice to meet everyone. This is what we plan on doing. Next day, come in, dress, go. And it was like, let's do this atrophy real quick. Catch up. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. It, it, look, I, I mean, I you were over there. But you I didn't was get over to there. See I it. didn't get to see it because I missed it by like three days. But I saw like some Footage and some press around it. It looked like it was also the design because it was in an amphitheater outside. Yeah, it was an open open air theater, so there was no roof anywhere unless you were at the bar under the stadium seating. Oh, and like the theatrical design, like the costumes and the set, it, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. really stylized. Right, the, the designer, his name is Tom Scott, and he is a genius. It was so stylized and like interpreted to be. The way he explained it was. Um, what was that movie where they like it's all black and white and then they end up in oh, color? Pleasantville. Yeah, very that. Yeah, and it looked very it that that kind of thing. But like the more that I came to life, the more greenery was added and the more Sick color thing. happened. Because I remember seeing pictures of you at like the beginning of the show and at the end, and I was like, did the costume get more and more yes, like the costume did because and, like the puppet in like the regular version would get get large huge yeah. until it's encompassing the whole right. theater. Her wig just kept getting larger and larger. And it, there was it was so yeah there was cool. like. Things that happened, and I had a huge cape at one point that said "fuck Trump," and it was just—it was great. Do you feel like because it was they were working with you, who's someone who's like such a large character, that they were like letting you do more with the role than they thought they were gonna do, or like no, were you? I actually really... think they wanted me to do more than I was doing. Really? Yes. At one point, um, the director—I mean, I love her. Her name is Maria Aberg, and she. I'm so glad that a woman directed it, first of all. Right. Let's go there. Because she had this great way of letting everybody test out their ideas and then saying no to the ones that didn't work without let it making you feel like, oh, damn. Yeah. You know, she'd be just like, let's go this way. And it was great. <laughs> but she did look at me square in the face and said, you're at like a 40% and I need you at 80s in rehearsal. And I went, oh, shit. Okay. Oh, okay, wow. but I think there was something in me that was like afraid to mess up this opportunity. Yeah, right? because we, like I told them, people like me don't get chances like this. And yeah. the fact that like she was like, "No, no, please go further, mess up." I was like, "Oh, okay, 
Y'all gonna get it now. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> do you have plans to do more theater? Um, well, I do have an agent. His name is David Lazenby over at Vivian Clore. Okay, Ooh. so if you need to hit up his Vicky Vox over at Vivian Clore. <laughs> Put her in your yeah, show. I need to see more. <laughs> I'm doing, I believe, I can't remember, but I think hair, no, not hairspray, hair. <gasps> oh, in Atlanta this summer. Yeah. <gasps> oh, fun. A great place to do that show. Too. I'm just going to hop in and hop out of that show. Do a little caveat. Oh, oh. nice. <laughs> yeah, because that's the way a lot of the longer running shows now they do. They like yeah, take a little title role in. and they pop you in, <laughs> which is, that's amazing. It was I feel wild, like, I feel like it's such a, like a unique and special opportunity. And also, you know, like with, again, I always like to get a little philosophical or not philosophical, analytical. Uh, and you roll your eyes, Meatball. But like, well, with, I'm waiting for with the mainstreaming of drag, there's this idea of like people go, oh, we should do it. We should use a drag queen for this thing. Uh, yeah, and yeah. not everyone like I who else could fucking deliver? No that one else from, would deliver that. You know what I mean? You. As far I, as a queen. I honestly. Well, yes, I believe it would have to be a queen or someone who is that near that on the gender spectrum. Because, right. well, for me, and if you're going to go esoterical on the shit, the plant was supposed to be like if you see it, it was originally voiced by an African-American male. Yes. yes. Which the reason that was that is because at that time to showcase an African-American male in such a way would have been like anarchy. Right. You know what I mean? He could like physically that, played it. Right. Yeah. Because it he was he had the whole power. Right. Yeah. And you couldn't show him. Have, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, the reason that the African-American women are out here telling the truth. And if y'all had listened to them from the first song, there wouldn't be a problem. Right. <laughs> they said hit the door. Yeah. <laughs> So let's just really focus on what's happening. And it was written by Alan Menken and mm-hmm. right. And <laughs> the, the other and, one. And the other and one. Two gay males. <laughs> you know what I mean? Google. Two gay males. So right. like it was Alan Menken isn't gay. He not gay? No, I know his daughter. <laughs> oh, well, he gay in my head. No, he's straight. That's how I operate. He gay, everybody like, gay in my head. <laughs> he does write like literally every Disney musical. Who is so. it? Howard Ashman. Howard Ashman. That's what it was. Thank you. Let's just go back. Right? <laughs> no. no, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. I make a mistake all the time. Keep so it going. Alan's gay in my head. He is. Well, because... <laughs> because no one... I, I don't see somebody who could stand outside of it and have the perspective that they have unless he is in touch with that side of it. I think him. he's very right. in touch with that because he did write like Little Mermaid and all yeah, of those things which, which are all female lad. Little Shop came before all of those. <gasps> Little Shop was the Broadway, like their project and then Disney saw Little Shop and hired the two of them to do like everything else. Oh. So that's why if you look at all of the well, then he movies might have they've still done, been gay when he wrote that. Stop. See what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> But it does have like the same frameworks of like, well, especially even um, what did Audrey sings uh, somewhere that's green, yeah. which is part of your world. Oh. <laughs> and then there was another song, a song that I sang that sounded like he ruled the underworld. Then from Hercules. Oh, from Hercules. And I was like, this sound like that. And it was and a lot they, of... they use like the girls in Hercules as the See? doo-wop girls. Oh, yeah. If it ain't broke. And they always have the one that has the control, which is Hades and Ursula. And <laughs> You'd be a great Ursula. The genie, oh, even. Jesus. I would love to see you as an Ursula. I, I know mean, all the mother queens is fighting for it, they but I don't think that they're, they're right mine. for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to tone it down a little bit for Ursula. I don't think so. <laughs> Body language? I don't think so. Absolutely not. Everyone in the room just body rolls. But that's what it's about for me. But okay, so you're living over in London. You're doing all this work, but like, did you have friends over there that you were seeing consistently? Or like, what was keeping you sane after? I mean, I had my good homie, Isabella, who I thought she was like a fangirl at the first time I met her at a meet and greet Mm -hmm. because she was like a fan of detox. I said, girl, who is this? And then I met her backstage and we was doing the stuff and I was like, oh, okay, we can be friends. Doing the, <laughs> doing the stuff. stuff. We're going to believe that. Uh-huh. <laughs> doing the stuff. We were doing the stuff and, you know, it was a good time. But she really became my rock over there, like met her family and everything. So I had like a base. And you were oh. saying, we, we were t- sort of talking earlier about like drag over there. Yeah. What, like, I assume you were very busy while you're doing the show. Did you go to drag shows? Were you able to go out and see things? I really kind of didn't. I mean, (laughs) I wanted to. I did go out a little bit and their drag is just, I mean, it's its own animal. It's very different. Like, what are some, like, touchstones that make it different as far Um, as, like... Well, a lot of it is way more cabaret and... A lot of more singing live. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And it's less trying to be a pretty woman, more trying to... Um, I think it's convey a story. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Like they're they're performing because when we were over there, I did actually get a, the opportunity to see a couple of the shows, and it wasn't. This is going to sound like I'm ragging on them, but it's no, no, not no. about being like padded, cinched, and mug for days. Right. It's more about like I'm going to deliver you this number with so much emotion, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so much feeling that it, you're right. It's more of a cabaret experience, yeah, and less about being like I'm going to do this Miley song because it's three minutes, and I just know that I'm going to be tired, right? <laughs> and it's also because they don't have tipping culture, so they have yes. to perform, right? You know what I mean? Where so many drag queens in the states it's about like they look pretty and they this can is walk my around. look now give me your money Where's right. that money? <laughs> yeah because it's so interesting because I mean they did they filmed a fucking season of Drag Race from the UK I can't wait I'm so because interested see. to see what it's like because if y'all thought we were cunty ah! Ooh. Well, because they no one is trying to make friends over there. Comedy and reading is like more. I don't know. They don't really. They don't. It's not about the reading. Okay, so for me, reading each other and like that kind of thing is because you need to toughen up your team. Yeah, you know, like I can't have no weak ass bitches on my team. One, you got to be able to take a joke, and it's got to be a harsh joke because <laughs> right. the world is going to come for us. So we got to be on each other's side. Yeah. They don't have that. It's kind of each man for themselves. Yeah. Each woman for themselves. And they are like even split up into boroughs. And it's very like, right. oh no, we don't go to that side. Oh no, mm-hmm. we don't work over there. And even in Manchester, there was like. But a also, split. I'm speaking for people that aren't in the room, so that's kind of weird. But well, no, it's interesting like, to hear. That was my experience. That was your <laughs> observation of it. And so my experience was that there was no food open after 2 a.m. So that's um, how I live. I mean, that does happen. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> okay, let's take a quick break. Oh right, breaks. <laughs> Come right back. It's a quick break. It's a quick okay, break. we're back. We're back. <laughs> what oh, a break. And we're ready for our next segment, which is called Food, food break. break. Oh, I love snacks. I brought. <laughs> you brought. You really fucking broke the bank on this one. We have like a legitimate celebrity guest, and you got Twinkies. I brought them because of nostalgia. I mean, I'm not mad at a Twinkie. I haven't. Well, I haven't had a Twinkie in years, so I don't even remember what they taste. Uh, that's like. a box of ten as well. Come on, Twinkalicious. You can take a couple home. Give it. Alec I do one. like snacks. Do you like Twinkies? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, with I got Twinkies. Didn't they stop making these for a minute? Yes. So that was the thing. I think they stopped making them for a moment and then everyone got mad on Twitter. And so then they came back and they started making them again. And now no one cares again. Are are these one (laughs) of the foods that like if the world blows up, you can still eat them? Yep. These will never go bad. (laughs) Great. I'm sure this is going to be so good (laughs) for my my insides. I grew up. (laughs) You don't like your meatballs? No. (laughs) Had you ever had them? I don't like packaged cake snacks, so what? I don't like... <laughs> I understand that's a specific thing. That sounds thing. like a disorder. No, I guess I just don't like Hostess. Like, I don't like their donuts. I don't like the... <laughs> You're pointing to every piece I don't of like them. that thing. I don't like the cream inside because it's like so... Well, I'm going to eat it. So. What's interesting about these is if you look at the bottom of a Twinkie, there are three cream... Holes, mm-hmm. those holes where they just clearly just shove a machine in there to fill it <laughs> on the conveyor belt. But it's just classy. Uh, yeah. It's a little bit better when you get the cream involved with the right. cake. Right, right. It's it's a classic. It has to be. It's a classic like looking Ooh. snack. <laughs> She's having a hot. You hate it. No, I do not like that. You also don't like sweets except for donuts. Yeah, I love donuts. Uh, well, I guess I failed. No, it's okay. You no. didn't fail her. You just failed me again. <laughs> I I like Twinkies because I could never eat them growing up. Really? All I wanted to do was eat junk food, and my parents were like, it was like... Did they breathe that deeply before they spoke? <laughs> He's out of breath from two bites of a fucking Twinkie. <laughs> this workout, <They're> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, That's the- how you know they got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I start leaving the room. <laughs> no, my parents had a, we were vegetarian household for a while. Oh, there was woof. a moment there was a moment when I was like, Can we get fruit roll ups? And they're like, We'll buy you fruit leather. Like it was oh, always but fruit like so good. I was now a kid, as an adult, I love fruit leather, yeah. but I wanted to get fruit roll-ups where you could like peel like fruit by the foot. I oh just wanted God, to eat it. that. What was the other one that rolled sideways? Oh, that was a fruit roll up. And yeah. the fruit by the foot was a long one. Fruit roll up also had like the cutouts that you could yeah, pull yeah, apart. Yeah, that's the one I like. And you could like stick them on the window. And you would wrap them around and your And your mom thumb. would come and hit you because the, they melted. No, yeah. my and mom then you would try to eat it off, off the, the car window. window. <laughs> 
Yeah, then you had to clean the car because you know. <laughs> so we all similar. But we didn't have we didn't have uh, hostess where I grew up. What it was? We it? had tasty cakes. Oh, oh, I feel like tasty cakes are actually better. Tasty than cakes are bomb. Are. Like everything the about little, the, South. the carrot cake, tasty yes, cake. But my favorite Ooh. was the butterscotch crumpets. And they're like these they, little bars. Okay, they tasty cake has some like deal with Jersey Mike's, the uh-huh. sub store, and you can find them. Yeah, they also have They also have. Oh my god! I want her just to do every interstitial. <laughs> we'll just we're going on a break. We'll isolate. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! So Patty Labelle used to have a show called Living It Up Labelle, <laughs> and the interstitials would be like, ah, yeah, living it up, Labelle. <laughs> living it up. Every time, and it's like, girl, uh, <laughs> I could imagine her doing a five minute riff on the words Just, "living uh, it up," "living it up," "living it up," the <laughs> It was my favorite thing. I used to watch it just for those. <laughs> it was like the Moesha interstitial. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> but she was so moody. Sorry, we were talking Moesha about was so, But this is better. This Moesha is was better. so moody to me. Were you? When she would like sit, literally. Sit in her room? Sitting up in her room, yeah. writing on her computer. They were like, we're going to mix Brandy right with Moesha. Oh, yeah. To make the whole thing. I'm not mad. I love that show. That so good. Okay, so now we're going to move on to our next segment, which is called. Fuck talk. talk, where we talk oh, about fucking. fucking. This is a segment where we talk about maybe our weirdest or craziest or most uncomfortable sexual experience. Huh. It's basically just I have a lot of those. Oh well, if Do you, you want to pick the weirdest, yeah, I will. Or funniest, I guess we because we sometimes have talked about this with Meatball, but like you know, drag and sex, mm-hmm. and like the mixture of those two. Mm-hmm. And like a drag persona or performance persona versus everyday life mm-hmm. and like how those things mix. Do you have anything to say about all of that? I mean, I feel like I do have things to say. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know where you stand. Like for me on personally, like the... I have a, a problem with people wanting to just fuck Meatball for, to like fuck a drag queen uh-huh. instead of like liking me for who I am and like what I do. I get that. So sometimes it's like, if I just want to fuck somebody or is it like, do I want some sort of connection? And I think the issue yeah. is I always feel like for sex to be good you have to have a connection with the person oh for me i disagree well that's for me (laughs) very much disagree actually what i think the converse is also very true if you you just sometimes want to get railed if you don't know them and it's just like let's do this and then you know and then you can leave it where it was i mean i've done that plenty of times i just i always know that that is not the best sex that oh for me it's been better but we (laughs) i'm with you but we've also talked about the logistics of of fucking and drag pads and tights and the thing you know and i don't know what like if you what you wear what you do or whatever but just out of curiosity depending on how how much how much or how little you want to share no, I don't mind sharing my business. Oh. Um, oh. But it's it, for me, I'm of the mindset that sometimes sex is not about what you need. So if it turns the other person on, why not do it? Okay. I like that too. Work. You're you know? a giver. Yeah. Come, come, I look. think I'm a very selfish person. And, <laughs> and that's know. okay. Do that. And know. that's okay. I mean, I'm just kind of like, oh, they want me to do what? All right. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you like to like like perform and then be like, "I saw you in the second row. Let's hit it." Sometime, or if the car follows you long enough, you know. ah! me in front of Fubar. I used to have that one, that one block by Fubar is mm-hmm. big. Don't ask detox. Okay, so there was one time. Never mind. Don't ask detox. Never mind. She'll tell you the story. They came around the corner, and I was standing there going, "Go away, go away." Was, <laughs> you were busy. They was at some ID on on the sidewalk, <laughs> and it's fine. Things happen. <laughs> I, I used that's to pretty a, much what happened to me too was it a small man in a silver car <laughs> out back Might in football <laughs> I'll tell you his name after. were you dressed as a baby I was dressed like a baby <laughs> I, no I actually think I was out of drag oh, oh. I think it's it, a lot of it blurs in my head right. I did have a taxi driver <laughs> once <Reach> back <laughs> well oh god <laughs> The amount of stories. Let me tell one where he would literally wait for me outside of like whatever club I was working at and drive me to wherever I was going after. <gasps> mm-hmm. well, wait, what just was to his drive? Name? I don't remember his name, but I was, was he an Indian man? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Because <laughs> that's going to be my story then. 
No, he would just be Miss Vicky, Miss Vicky. And one time I left my phone in his car and he drove it all the way back to where I was. That's love. It was. <laughs> I found love in a taxi cab. <laughs> Okay. Well, well, I wanted to talk about fucking in the shower. Oh, okay. That's okay. awful. I don't it like is. it. It is. I hate it. Especially okay. a rain shower. Yeah, no, you can fool around in the shower, but not like, come on, get no. out of there. Right. When, there's no friction. There's no traction. Well, there is, well just, no, there yes. is too much. That's what I meant. It's water. There's no, there's <laughs> no traction <laughs> also. <laughs> and I'm just like slipping everywhere. I, I was in Idaho, I think, for a show. And the water is specifically sticky there. And Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, <laughs> this older gentleman came to my room and I kind of felt like he hadn't had sex in a while because as we were beginning to fool around, I had to say, you know, let's hop in the shower. <gasps> uh, to me, that means we're done. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, you know, it was late and he no. had come to the hotel. No, uh, no. If bye, girl, bye. <laughs> Everything else was was. I have said that with a full peen in my mouth. I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> More like I have to go. you know. I, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, the worst is when the well. When the what? I was just gonna say when you can tell the dick hasn't been washed in between the washing. They didn't do the washing. They didn't do the washing after but, their first friend came over. Uh, and I'm you not go. trying to. Why in a sloppy second? <laughs> name well, of, name just, of our show. But it ain't forever. No. <laughs> but it would be like it'd be like literally, you know you're gonna put your dick in my mouth. You wouldn't and even you wouldn't think even hit it with a baby wash wipe? Like not even a baby <laughs> wipe. Not even some Purell. Not even, you didn't want to just have Purell Purell in the car. It'll kill the smell. Or when you come over to my house, you go, Oh, just give me one second, I'm gonna pop in the bathroom real fast. Yeah. Wash my dick just off. Just do a whore's bath, baby bird like, your balls. I'm I mean, like this it works for some. Smells them into the bathtub. Like another human's insides. Oh. Oh God. I don't know if I'm curious or repelled. <laughs> I'm, I'm really repelled. I kinda want well now I kinda wanna know what it smelled like. Because I yes. mean I know what it's well. But you know, sometimes certain booty. It did not smell like that booty had seen a summer's eve, a Listerine, <laughs> uh, uh, like a Listerine you touched douche. Eve. You know, oh, you know, bleat. you know the girls drop a little Listerine in the douche, keep it fresh on the bottom. Who does that? Some of the girls. That la- literally will kill the flora and fauna of your inside. Rose well, water, you know, a little, a little, a little dash lavender. of lavender. If you want to stick a jolly rancher in there, friend. real quick. Whoop! A what? Huh? A Jolly Rancher. Oh, or like a blow pop, like a watermelon, just With some warm honey. Go like that. Ew, honey. Around. No, don't, don't do too much. You gotta give them a little flavor, but oh. not too much. <laughs> warm honey in your asshole. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Get it You're out like, like a little bee. Sit on a fresh short stack of pancakes. Molasses you never know. There, there's probably a Some whole market for that. that. It's they, called squashing. Cake, uh-huh. squashing. There's all that cake sitting stuff. And yeah. I'm sitting on a pancake. What you want? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Your new Twitter bio. <laughs> Sit on a pancake? What oh my you God. Wait, so who is this man you were going to tell us about? Well, it's this man. It kind of, I forgot about him. And then he recently texted me asking me if I would blow him. And it was the situation. I always thought he had a crush on me because he, when I used to perform like four years ago at Exposure all the way out in Highland Park, he would come. He was my driver one time. And he told me like, oh, you're so pretty. Da, 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 da. Clearly when lying. When you pr- performed at Exposure, you were not pretty. Wow. You're a good friend. Yeah, I I competed in a competition that you judged once, and you just looked at me and you went, "I don't know what you're doing." <laughs> Did I? Say yeah, that? and I was like, I started laughing hysterically, and every it was at, at the Abbey because you were just like, "Meatball, that first number was good, but this, I don't know what you're doing." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> okay. Anyway, so at this, least I'm honest, girl. Yeah, I know. I I love honesty in my friendships. Um. So anyway, he like picked me up, said I was beautiful, took me there, and then like. Um, take me there would come back and pick me up again like he would be in the area waiting for me on Monday nights because I was like you got to come every Monday night to pick me up and then I would like he would you and I are a little too similar and then (laughs) and then he eventually stopped charging me for the ride but I never had to do anything I would just like talk to him and sit in the front seat and like hang out and then he would drop me off and he was like I gotta come in sometime and I was like yeah I mean you're here now and he would never come in to see the show 
And then <laughs> uh, when I got in that terrible car accident, he like came and like picked me up and like took me to my car and like helped me clean it out and did all this stuff. And the whole time I was like, this guy's so nice. And uh-huh. he's like only ever asked me out to one thing. And I said, no. And then I finally <laughs> found out it was because this whole time I could have been sucking his dick and he was hot. And I was always just Girl. too nervous just to like ask to do oh, it. No, I will look at an Uber driver and be like, yeah, down. Just like in the mirror. Down? No, like, no, outside of the car. I haven't oh. even gotten in the car yet. You know, I just care look, for Vicky. You do the uh huh, yeah. You no, no, okay. Front seat, yeah. Get in, and I, if I'm with somebody, you gonna get out here, okay? Oh, <laughs> we go around the corner. Why is it that so many drag queens? I guess I'm just so naive to that stuff. I can never tell if someone likes me. But why is it that so many Uber drivers hook up with drag queens? It's like all I hear. Because, about. Well, I mean, it's not just Uber drivers. It was taxi drivers. It was uh, <laughs> bus bus people at restaurants. I'll do it. Is it because we just look like hookers? Well, it's also like that energy is so much, you know, and we're not going to sit in a car quietly. Oh, absolutely. And not. if we're lit, what else are we talking about? Uh, sir, have you had any other cross dresses in the car tonight? No, I'm your first one. I'm going to be your last one, too. Let me suck that dick. Ah! <laughs> the bravery. Yeah. The confidence. I also just think there's a thing like if you're driving around the city all night long or you're driving right. through, there's so much adventure. You get to see so much life for like five or ten minutes and then right. it's just, you like get exposed to all this there's stuff. There's an adrenaline to it. it. It doesn't feel so wild because they go, oh, I've been driving drunk people around all night. People have been making out in the back of my cab. Right. People uh, just uh, going. So going. they're probably all there's horned probably up like and they an energy. Actually, there, I did get an Uber driver who, or somebody, I don't remember, but they were telling me how they would drive around DragCon just to see what was up. <laughs> yeah, the Uber drivers love. They know. Or, or they'll like just drive away at DragCon mm-hmm. when you call and they see you standing there in that costume. They're like, nope, not my car. Cancel. <laughs> I've gotten, never mind. What? Phone numbers and, you know, Thanksgiving invitations. Not Thanksgiving. Not they said just bring the cranberry juice In drag, sauce. out of drag. You know, I just, nah. sometimes I run my mouth and things happen. You're very charming. <laughs> okay, if that's what you want to see, comment. even this, ah! even this morning, parking your car. Yeah, you got a man parking your car. You literally maybe a, you, maybe I was just so ugly. You no, literally no, no, no. have a man waiting for you right now. This is actually kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I've always been like that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexually, I'm, like you, did you ever feel weird? Because like I know when I started gaining weight, I stopped having as much sex because it was like a personal. No, thing. I think I gained. I think the more weight I gained, the more sex I had. Wow. Yeah, and I had. I've had several that were like they wanted to fatten me up. I had this MMA fighter who was like <laughs> wanted to watch me eat while he worked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would be down for that. Why did all these experiences pass me by? Is it because I don't they talk to strangers? No, they they're, did it. They're, they're coming. They're, they're on their way. They're they're on their way. They're on their way. Just be open to new experiences. I'm always open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna, <laughs> what sign are you? Cancer. Yeah, girl. So am I. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be that outer shell. Don't let mm-hmm. it sit there. Okay. <laughs> I just want to... Um, uh, okay. <laughs> I'll be the outer shell. Be that outer and shell. It's just like me walking out of here just being like, dicks, who got them? <laughs> and watch Who's- what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Meatball, my you... mom's gonna love this. <laughs> <laughs> Joyce I don't is... even think my parents listen anymore. Oh, they I'll heard send it w- to my mom. Just Hi, to be... Nikki. <laughs> Hi, oh yeah, mom, are you proud of me? <laughs> now I want to say, you segment. said you just said that you're open to the world. Are you going to read my tweet from yesterday? It says, I have so much shit to do that I'm just going to start setting a timer on my phone when people <laughs> feel the need to talk to me in public. I love you, but you have three minutes and I'm walking away. <laughs> thing is, I've thought this. Well, <laughs> the thing is, I've done it. I literally, I've done it to him. I've been like, we got five minutes. And then it like, hits five minutes. I go, phone time's done. We're done. <laughs> Don't gotta care. Go. Don't care. Can be text from this point I out. mean, I love you, but yeah, it's going to have to be short <laughs> messages from here on out. But, okay, so I guess I have a problem doing that. I have a problem just ending a conversation or when I see someone, no, say if I'm in Santee Alley yeah. and I see somebody that I like and I'm talking to them and then it just kind of ends, I'm always ready for it to end sooner and then they always ask another question. So uh-huh. I'm ready to be like, I'm already like half walking away without a goodbye or anything. And you just like, quote Sonique from season two of Drag Race. My time is valuable and you need to punch her. <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps to push oh, her. God, I love that. <laughs> I love her so much. I know. So much. I just got to meet her for the first time and I am blown away. She's, She's one sweetest. of my favorite people in my life. Who would you say, we're, we're wrapping up here, but who would you say are like your core group of like LA drag folks out here? 
right now? I mean, I wouldn't because I don't need y'all like bugging them, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, numbers so we can book them. <laughs> no, I just bug be, them. You mentioned um, mayhem earlier. No, I, mean, I, have, I like, love mayhem. I have, there's definitely um, my LA fam, you right. know. But you don't really perform here all that often. Not anymore. Yeah. Because the mozzarella sticks weren't doing it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, after I you've done that, they go, girl, it's an appetizer job. platter to share. No, I had to let Hamburger Mary's have it, and I walked out of that job, girl. Oh. They were they was fucking with me, and I said, not on tonight. Right. And I said, do that one more time. I will stop the show right where it is and leave. And this server did exactly what I asked him not to do, and he walked right in front of me as I'm trying to host the show. And I said, actually, I didn't say a word. I just dropped the mic, went upstairs, packed myself, and left. And I haven't been back But since. here's the tea about that, because I that's happened to me at Hamburger Mary's, too. And there's a way to go around to the other side. Of course, the I'm saying back. But here's what I'm saying. You know I'm going to move in a second. So either you can wait to go behind me, or, you know, just don't walk around. Like, it was different when there was a stage. But if I'm on the same level as... Oh, shit. Ooh. If I'm on the same level as people, you kind of don't break my connection. Yeah. Because you need to put some chips and salsa on the table. Right. Like, get out of here with it that. It can wait a second. I guarantee it can wait a second. Or walk around if it's that press. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well that's the so tea your, on that. Your list of uh, my, my, drag people is Hamburger Mary's. <laughs> <laughs> it's Miss Mary. I mean, I have like I have a weird extended family. I actually don't hang out with very many folks. I mean, I am a lady who lunches with mayhem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Detox is my mother, but she doesn't even live in LA anymore. No, right. she's a Chicago queen now. Yeah, Delta's like my auntie, mm-hmm. but she's always busy. <laughs> Everybody busy. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's weird. I don't get to see my drag family. Morgan, I mean, like she gave me a home. Yeah. Um, who else? You got Mariah, and then you have oh. Miss Sonique as part of that. Right. She's a lunatic, but I love her. <laughs> we I, and then I have my like babies. Who are your babies? Barbies. I have worked with Barbie's Addiction since uh, I started drag. Really? Yes. Back when she was um a three man group, a four, four man, man group, group, a back three to man three. group, then it was <laughs> two man group, and now she's solo. She right. holds that name. She still. got right. the Instagram right. account. <laughs> so that's like my little niece, Misty Violet. Oh yeah, I love Misty. She, she, she was grew one up of the first us. people to book me. What's she, well, I mean, good for her. I remember when she was selling cigarettes at Here Lounge. Ooh. Drag her. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a oh, it was really situation. That was back when me, D, and Willem would do a show. We did Showgirls and Drag over at MJ's. Oh my gosh, MJ's. Yes. I've heard of that. Is that near Peanuts? Um, no, Peanuts is on Santa Monica. MJ's was in Silver Lock. Okay. <laughs> and were you? Did you frequent Peanuts? Were no, you around for that? I wasn't around, for, around that. for that. No, no, no. I don't want to talk to someone who was there. I need to hear all. You the need tea. to talk to Delta, and you need to talk to oh. uh, Raja. She'll know about oh, that. Yeah. Raja will know. Raja will know all, all about, about that. Because, um, well, you actually should talk to Raja about a lot of things. You think I got stories, bitch? <laughs> well, I had no idea your entire life was a wild ride of and that's just, like, only traveling. Yeah. That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. And we only tipped the ice. <laughs> we didn't even yeah. just in deep. No, mm-mm. Mm-mm. that's usually how it is with me down. <laughs> <laughs> you got to really secrets and surprises. <laughs> My G spot's real far in there. Ooh. Um, well, thank you so much for being here. This was so no, fun. This was so fun. <laughs> thank you so much for coming. Where, where can people find you on the internet? On all of social media at the Vic. Box. And uh, that song of yours, what was it called? The Unlovable. first one? Unlovable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go listen cute. to that. Yeah. Go listen to that on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud too, though. Oh, and Spotify, I think. Probably it everywhere. might be. I don't. I don't know how all that works. I just take the money. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod and send us an email <laughs> at Sloppy Seconds Pod at Gmail We are happy to look at your engorged penises. Send us your silicone <laughs> pumped penises, and I oh still God, yes. have yet to fist anybody. <gasps> So, oh. If anyone wants to take a ride on my forearm, let and, me know. And I'm uninterested in giving you my contacts in that arena because I don't want you to contaminate the the, the tunnel, water. My my tunnels of love. Oh, gross! <laughs> <laughs> Not your tunnel. Did you ever have someone that he puts his arm on a table, like uh, elbow down, and the guy just plies down onto his full arm? You get into his sugar walls like that. Yeah, he gets deeply elbow deep. Okay, I'm gonna need a video. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. He just he just sent me a video and he said, new toy. Check it out. See, that's a lot. And it is, the toy is, it, it must be two feet long. I'm, I'm, I'll show it to you. I'll show I it don't to know you. how right the human body creates space like should that. We, should we soundtrack it while I'm All I know is that it can. I don't know that it should. should. Right? <laughs> 
Because if a dildo can get lost in you, it means it shouldn't be in there. <laughs> Look how big that toy is. Do you see that? Okay, wait. I actually have one about that big. By accident, I ordered the wrong one on Amazon. It is... I swear. <laughs> yeah, but I can only do like that. I shouldn't tell anybody this, but... <laughs> look at I'm his... I'm not gonna lie, I tried, and it was look, a lot. Look at his ass spasming. No. Okay, so you actually have videos. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, follow me at Spicy. Please don't. I, wanna, I don't want to look at it anymore. I just got stop. So... Uh, I feel like I know him. I know him. Is he in LA? He is, yeah. Let me see his face again. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't be grossed out by All it. I know is now I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Follow me at I just spiciest. find it impressive. That's like, that uh-huh. thing is huge. I used to tell my mom that looking at it was funny. When she caught me <laughs> with my little web browser, I forgot to clear it. So what's this? Oh, I thought it was I funny. I thought it was funny. Two boys kissing. <laughs> How silly. Collegehumor.com. Do you remember that before college humor was like what it does now? That I you, just remember E Bombs World. Yeah, yes. I love But there were, there were all World. those videos that were sort of like frat boy related, where it was like, oh, we slap everyone in the face with our uh-huh. dick. And yeah, I would yeah. be like, uh huh, that's very funny. I'm looking at that. <laughs> so funny hilarious. So, slap him so funny. Keep slapping him until he gets hard. College humor would have all these like photos <laughs> of like drunk frat boys passed out and we stripped them. And I was like, is this how you look at porn? Like, I didn't look at gay porn. I was looking at, like, weird videos of, like, people passed out. I also was looking at grainy satellite video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, like, watching, like, maybe two seconds of one while it was downloading. Oh and God. then I was like, <laughs> <"Lime wire." laughs> Okay, let's this end the show. Over. I thought this shit yeah, was going. We're, 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 okay. we're done. I'm Big Dipper Jelly. I'm Spiciest Meatball. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. It comes out every Friday so you don't miss an episode. Here at Forever Dog. <laughs> Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a Forever Dog podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Rams. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarche. Our logo art is by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.